Super excited. Um, we've got uh, my buddy Hooli yes, on the podcast today. You Will Die, episode two. And uh, that song that you guys just heard that was intro, that, that's his song. Um, quick little intro. Uh, Hooli, like, like I said, he's an artist. Um, he's a published artist. He has multiple songs with over a million um, listens on Spotify, Apple Music, and... Uh, he signed a deal with Universal Music Studios. He's been doing this since he was a kid, and we're, we are really, really excited to to have him here. Uh, Huli, welcome. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Uh, I initially, when uh, when I met you, when Roger introduced me, I was super hyped on just the whole idea of the podcast and just what you're uh, trying to trying to do and where you're trying to take it I, I love it so I'm hyped to be here man I appreciate it yeah of course I think um it's fun it's it's actually so fun I the reason I do this podcast um it's really I I gained so much energy from just diving in yep. I've since the last podcast it's had a ton of traction and the way I describe it is almost like if me and you were you know to have a really 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 good like if we were to like be able to fast you know rewind and look at all of our conversations and take one of them and cut it and then put it in like the biggest stage and the bright lights like it just amplifies the conversation and yep. so i'm i'm super excited to dive in yeah man we've uh, we've been chatting prior to this and <clears throat> just been dropping gems so i'm excited to see where this goes cool uh so You've you've been playing music since you were a kid. Yeah. Um, again, to give a little bit of background, he has multiple albums that he's dropped, mm -hmm. uh, performed at concerts with thousands of people. Yeah. And um, my biggest question uh, is: so we, we've talked when you were fifteen, and not, maybe not my biggest question, but just to start, you started making music. Like, was that did that just come naturally to you? Like, was that easy or? How did you stumble upon the fact that you're actually really, really good at this? Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Um, well, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I think for me, uh, music has always just been something that I've always been drawn to. I remember just being really young um, and just always wanting to listen to music and almost feeling like I was addicted to certain songs. Like I remember my friend when I was a really young kid like his sister had like one of those burn cds that she would make yeah and there would be like certain songs on there when i would try to go get the cd and i would just go put it in the little boom box and i would just listen to it over and over again like i feel like i've always been very passionate about music and it's always just uh it's just always spoke to me and so yeah as as i got older i i didn't really make music until yeah I was like 15 I played sports growing up and then I kind of 
got sort of burned out of that. Um, and then, yeah, I just started, you know, like freestyling with friends and stuff like that. When we were young, one of my friends like introduced it to me basically. And then from there we just, it would be like, we would be at lunch or wherever and we were just freestyling and going from there. And then I just started producing my own music and writing and, and recording. And it's just kind of, it snowballed from there. Yeah, pretty much. How did you mentally, because grow, and, and growing up, like, I think everybody was like, oh, freestyle. Like, that's like mm-hmm. something that kids would do. Yeah. Um, but you took it to the next level. And you said, I'm going to start producing. I'm going to start writing. I'm going to start. I'm actually going to pursue this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for everyone that's listening, the reason I'm asking these questions is, I think a big part of our success is being able to identify what we're passionate about. Yeah. And so many of us don't introspect and ask the questions to identify what we're truly aligned with. And so I'm like, dude, if you were just freestyling at lunch and all mm. this, like what, what pushed you over the edge to say, I'm going to pursue this thing. Yeah. I think it was just something that it was so, it was so freeing almost just doing it. It just felt freeing. so natural to me that it was like, I just feel like when you're doing something that feels so authentic to yourself, it's just like, it's a, it's addictive and it's like a feeling that you're constantly chasing. So I feel like I found that pretty young and I just, whenever I was writing music, it just, it just made me feel, I guess, a a type of way that other things didn't. And it sort of came naturally. And, uh, you know, from then on, I've just continuously been trying to chase that and, and find different flavors of music and just build on it as much as I could. So, yeah. You're, you're, uh, your energy right now or like your vibe right now is, um, you know, kind of like chill hip hop. Would mm-hmm. you say would that, would that be the genre? What would you call it? Yeah. I think chill hip hop. It's like, it's not a, it's not super like 808 heavy. I don't, I don't feel like a lot of my music is per se something you're going to play at like a party or something like that. There's a few songs here and there that you might, but yeah, for the most part, I, I like, I like production and, and music that allows me to sort of tell a story or, or get a little deeper than maybe some types of production, uh, allow, I suppose. So yeah, I try to, I try to find music that I can, that, that, um, inspires me to tap into something deeper, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I feel like like chill hip hop, it sort of, it has a vibe to it where it inspires me to go to those places, I guess. Interesting. So you were able to identify that that type of music was what connected with you the best and maybe connected with the people that were listening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it comes and goes in, in waves. Like sometimes, you know, I might feel like I want to write something super energetic or, or whatever. So it's not always necessarily one thing. Yeah. It's not always one thing, yeah. but, uh, yeah, for the last project, that's sort of, uh, the energy and the vibe that I kind of tapped into. And so, yeah, I feel like right now I'm sort of in a space of trying to figure out what sound or what kind of direction I want to go next. So yeah, it's, it's a constant journey though. It's a constant, like, yeah, yeah. that's a fun place to be in. Yeah. Like the discovery, Mm -hmm. what, you know, how do I want to take this? Um, I I would say that in your music career, Mm -hmm. like you're definitely, like you're building right, right. now, yep. you know, um, you talked about 
you feel like this genre of music allows you to best connect with maybe the audience or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Has there been a, a moment or a point in your music career? Mm-hmm. And the way I the way I envision this is maybe you didn't start writing music because you're like, dude, I'm going to touch lives and I'm going to mm-hmm. impact people. It could have, it also could not have been. But has there been a point where you've either written a lyric or a song and someone has maybe talked to you or texted you and said, hey, like that really, that impacted me. Like that changed my life. Has there been a moment like that? And like, could you kind of walk through that? Yeah, there's definitely been uh, a lot of moments like that. And yeah, to, to touch on the first part of that was, yeah, like when I started writing music, it was more like therapeutic for me. And so it was like almost like my journal kind of a thing. It was like a place I could like express myself. And uh, yeah, so I've had people reach out and um, like the most recent one was a lot of the time I feel like when I have people reach out, they're from like other countries, which is super interesting. But yeah, I had this, uh, this kid email me and like, I don't, yeah, I don't always check my email that much, but I have like my artist email and uh, I could probably find the email, but um, he he emailed me a few months back and it was like this long message of like, hey man, like, I don't know if you know, but like me and my friends, like the last the last project we made, like we love it so much and did it and it's like helped us in all these ways. And wow. they were, they were, it was one of their friends' uh, birthdays or something like that. And they basically were like, if you could send us like a signed CD or something like that would be like crazy. And so like stuff like that will happen. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really cool. That it's is cool to like touch that, people. That's so sick. Um, so, so they, I, I think what's also cool about that is maybe sometimes we don't take the time to tell people mm-hmm. the impact that they have on us. Right. And we don't let them know. And I, that I'm sure that email, some, some kid was probably like stoked and he's right. like, I'm just going to send this email. Mm-hmm. But that probably meant a lot to you. Yeah. I feel like for me, those moments are, are like almost why I like to make music because it's, it's almost validation of like, wow, you feel this way too. You know, it's like, I was feeling, I I was feeling like this and you really relate to that. And when I hear that's, it helps somebody in some way, then it really is like that to me is like, that's, that's the best thing that could come of it. Like money or whatever else, like that's cool. But like, if it, if it impacts somebody in a positive way, like that's the most priceless thing. And I feel like that's something that I'm constantly chasing. If I can do that for, for somebody, then that's success to me. Wow. Your definition of success is dependent upon the lives that you impact. Yeah. I feel like that going back to you, you talking about getting energy from stuff like this, like that gives me energy. It's like, wow, that, that helped you. And that, that gives me energy to continue doing this because I can potentially help more people yeah, and that feels good. And so I like that feeling and I want to continue doing whatever I can do to recreate that feeling basically. Wow. So, and then when you're doing these concerts, um, quick question, do you prefer like more of an intimate, like small group of people or or do you like big concerts? Like, yeah. Um, I feel like I feel more comfortable when, there are more people. I think it's just because of the type of music that I make, like more hip hop music. Like 
ideally my goal would be able to have like a live band and do that. And I feel like in an intimate setting, that could be really cool. If it's like an acoustic set or something like that, then when you're with a smaller group of people, you're, you're not like, cause when you're with a small group of people, I always feel like it's kind of awkward, like jumping around on stage. So I feel like I'm more comfortable doing that when there's a larger group of people. Yeah. So I would obviously say I prefer that cause it's just, there's more energy to feed off. Um, but yeah, I think ideally one day if I could, uh, if I could do like a live set with live instruments and stuff like that, like a more intimate setting would be really fun too. That'd be so, so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. If you had maybe one message that through your mu music that you could convey, you know, what, what, if, if you were to summarize that, what would you communicate? Yeah, that's tough. Um, I think if, if people just try to do what is authentic to them and what feels natural to them, although it may be, you know, something they're afraid of doing or whatever, I think just trying those things and finding what you feel like is authentic to you will guide you to, um, a, or guide you on a path that's more aligned with your true self. So I think just trying things and following your instinct to whatever that may be, I think ultimately will lead you, uh, to be happier. And so I think just trying to do that is like something I try to do and I'm not always the best at, but trying to be authentic to yourself, um, I think would be something that I would, I would hope people, uh, try to do more of. Yeah. That, and I think that we hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. right nowadays it's like oh you have to do what you're what you love like right. our parents i don't feel like there's that same emphasis placed on that right right at all and so now it's like what you're saying is hey step out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. learn try new things like yeah because you don't know and it sounds like and from people I talk to and people that are a lot smarter than I am and have, you know, done a lot more, when you find something that aligns with you, if you talk about energy and all of that, like it will just align and it will feel natural. Yep. And so, um, almost be being willing to step off that cliff and, and explore, um, explore whatever, whatever that is. At the same time, I also think sometimes in this generation we go too far and it's like, Oh, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to leave everything and I'm going to leave and yeah. you're making money. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go do this. And then, yeah. you know, it, that wasn't really, really smart either. Yeah. Like, I think it's a timing thing too. Kind of what you said. Like, I, I think, you know, when you know, when you know what the thing is that feels natural to you, you're going to know, but also back on that note of like, obviously if, if, that if you want to do that thing full time, but it's not making you money, like you got to be smart with the timing of your right. decisions. Yeah. So I think, you know, be smart about it, but, um, find what that thing is and build onto it, build on it and grow it. And eventually I think you can take it to a place where it can right. sustain itself. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's so important to like actually put the time and energy into that. Yes. Um, too many times I think we make excuses like, oh, I've got this, I've got that. But at the end of the day, that's not, 
It's not true. Like, yeah, you got stuff. We all, we all have complete control over our time. We just choose to allot time to the things that we put priority on. If, if we're not doing it, we don't put it in priority. Right. Yeah. And I think also like you may be super passionate about something, whether it's music or art or you want to code something like just cause you love something like you don't necessarily have to make a career out of that thing per right. se. Like you don't have to like, that's the way I look at music. Like if I don't, if this doesn't become like a full-time thing and I'm not like a crazy like millionaire, it doesn't matter to me. Like I'm always going to make music. That's what makes me happy. So I'm not necessarily, uh, the, the bar for me isn't like, Oh, you have to, you know, X amount of have, money. Yeah, this much money and these amount of streams. Like I try not to look at it from that lens. It's like, I'm going to do this because it gives me energy and it gives me purpose. Right. So I'm going to do it. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully that, that makes sense. No, it's perfect. Like, and, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, a lot of people listening to this might listen to Ed Milet. Something mm. he talks about is you need to be very aware of how you make others feel mm-hmm. yes, and the energy that you're giving other people. For sure. And am I the type of person that when someone's around me, um, they leave feeling more energetic and I keep energy, right? That's like yeah. a weird word, but like, it's it's the flow state it's the feeling yeah. of being alive it's like oh i for some, for me like when i for when i exercise i'll go to the gym and then i i sauna and i stretch i have no other word other than like fluid i feel like yep. free yeah and i think in those moments is when you feel those moments of of weightlessness mm-hmm. um flow mm-hmm. is the is the word 100% um, and when we're more attentive to when we're in those flow states and when we're not, we start to live an aligned life. Yeah. I think when you're in that state, that's when you're living more intentionally. When you're living intentionally, I feel like it's easier to get into that state because you're you're going back to purpose. You're you're doing something that's purposeful and you're living intentionally. And yeah. I feel like when you're doing that, you're able to elevate your frequency higher so that you can reach that state. So going back to like, yeah, the cold like when when what we would do is we'll go like sit in the river up up in like provo and go sit in the river stuff like that like you get out and it's like yeah you feel so much freer you feel so much more alive and it's like weird huh anything you can do to get there is i recommend it yeah i um i've tried to pay more attention in my life to this i have i've told some of my my close friends a story i have my skydive license and um I actually did it because it was one of my biggest fears. Like jumping out of an airplane is actually terrifying to me. And uh, my friend, Zach Barnes, he was like, hey man, we're going to go get this thing. And I was like, uh, okay, let's go. And it's really interesting. Um, I, I, I would jump out in Hawaii and there's this one time where I had, I did, I had a handful of jumps and I went up with all everyone there super experienced. They have hundreds of jumps. Um, they're crazy. And we go up in the plane and there's, you know, the rule is if you can't see the drop zone, you're mm-hmm. not allowed to jump. Mm-hmm. Well, we go up and the entire sky is just covered in clouds. Mm-hmm. And like, if you were to go to any other drop zone, they're not going to let you jump, but they're in Hawaii. They're just, they're psychopaths and they just do it. Of course. Well, you couldn't see it. So with the pilots like, Oh, we're going to make one more pass. And we go by and, this dude leans out of the airplane. And he's like, Oh, there it is. And points to this drop zone. 
And I'm sitting here in the plane. I think we're going to go down and land because we can't jump. Next thing you know, everybody exits the plane. And it's just me. Okay. And I'm like, I guess I have to jump. I guess like, so. No one's watching me. Right. No one's like, hey, Cole, it's your turn. It's like, mm. it's just me. And I just, I, I send myself out of this airplane. I'm just falling, right? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of scary to paint a picture in Hawaii. You have, on one end, you have the ocean. On the other end, you have the mountains. Uh, and then north and south, you have on one end, you have telephone wires and the other is a fence. So you have a very small landing ground and there's wild winds that come off the mountains and push. I start falling. I go through these, these clouds and I come out of the clouds and this is going to sound like a made up story, but I kid you not, it's not made up. I'm falling through the clouds and I, I break through the bottom of them. Mm -hmm. I'm at like 6,000 feet and I turn over on my stomach and I look down and there's a whale breaching in the ocean. What? And I remember falling and just like, oh my gosh, like this is real life. And I, you talk about flow. I ended up landing. I was safe. Everything was good. It was for someone that was more experienced. It probably wouldn't have been that crazy for me. I had like 30 jumps and it was insane, but just being over the ocean, being in nature, falling through the sky and then seeing that it was mm -hmm. the ultimate moment. I have a clear, very clear picture in my head and there's other moments like that in my life. Mm -hmm. And I try to recreate these moments as often as I can and center my life around that. Yep. Um, so not to go, too far into it. But yeah, I, I, over the last little bit have said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to stop with work, work quotations, work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop designing my life around my work. Hmm. Instead, I'm going to design my work around my life. Interesting. To like align that. myself with what gives me energy more. Yep. So it's different for everybody. I don't just feel it when I'm falling out of an airplane or you know, sometimes when I'm surfing, I feel that, but that was quite the metaphor for life, by the way. Wild. That was wild. Yeah. It it's is crazy. It is. It is a little metaphor. So wrapping that all up, like, yeah, there, there, there's de definitely some similarities there. That's amazing. I think it's really cool how it's different for everyone. And yeah, with you creating music, the impact that you're able to have with people's lives, even though that person that didn't, you didn't even know them. It's just no. an email. Yeah. I don't even check our email very often. Right. It was crazy. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, again, it's just one of those things where it's the little moments, you know, the little moments that you chase. Like you said, you saw the whale breach. It's like the little, <laughs> just the little minor moment, but it, it makes, can make so much difference and it can be so impactful. So it's like putting yourself in position, I think, to experience those moments. Yeah. I think it's it's just finding ways to do that. I love that. So just listening to you guys, this conversation has really given me energy and kind of given me some cool thoughts. Um, Cole telling that story about skydiving and coming out of the clouds and kind of everything opening up and seeing the whale. I feel like anyone listening could maybe, they may not have had a dramatic moment like that, but have a have a similar moment where it's almost like the universe is kind of like, winking at you if you want to use that as a term it's like what you're doing is like you overcame a fear to do that it's something you're passionate about you're experiencing nature in a new way like there's just a lot of energy coming from that so i was just wondering if you feel like you have a moment similar 
within yeah. music that you could relate to that. Yeah. I think thinking about that, um, for me, it, it's, it's moments where maybe you don't realize it in the moment, but something will happen down the line and you realize how it connected. Like, um, so to give you an example, I guess, um, one of my good friends now, he, uh, he, he still has it. There's a recording studio here in Provo. It's called cold house. Um, but, um, I remember I was doing a lot of, like, I still do basically a lot of the recording and everything just cause I have like a setup, um, at my house, but I, I'd seen that he had a studio and I wanted to go, but for me, I'm like a very homebody person. Like it's something I need to be better at is like going out and putting myself in the position to meet people. But this was a time where, uh, I think he had reached out to me or something. And as far as like a lot of people in Utah, I feel like it's hard to collaborate with people cause it's, something that I, I, like I take the music seriously and I, it's not necessarily just like a hobby to me. So it was sort of a, a leap of faith, like meeting up with him cause he's a mixing engineer. And so, um, I ended up going and meeting up with him and then like a year or two later, um, he was working with this, uh, this publishing agency where they specialize in sync licensing, which is basically, getting um, artists music into like TV shows. Like they've, they've worked with getting artists placed in like game of Thrones and just different um, stuff like that. But he was basically interviewing with them to be a mixer for them. And he, um, he was showing them some of the stuff that he'd worked on. And one of the songs had happened to be a song on my last project that he had mixed. And they were, they they were listening to the, to the music and I guess they had liked some of my stuff and they were asking him like, Hey, we actually really like this guy. We want to talk to him. So essentially they ended up reaching out to me and we like signed a deal together. But going back to your question, I feel like that was like one of those moments where that was sort of something where I can look back now and say like, Oh, that was sort of that wink you were talking about where it was like, I was in the right place at the right time. And it sort of paid off for me down the road. And I know sometimes that can happen in the moment. Like, but for me, I, f I find a lot of the time it's, uh, it's something that I recognize more in hindsight. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It, al it almost goes back to episode one with Roger and timing, right? Like yes. it's, it's, and we've talked about it in this too. So mm -hmm. maybe we're saying the same thing, but it's like, be ready mm -hmm. for the moment. Yep and know when to act, Yeah, but listen to your intuition. Exactly. And it was like, dude, you felt it. You're like, oh, that's kind of scary, but you still went for it Yep, and it paid off. And then now in retrospect, you can look back and say, dude, I, that was a pivotal moment in my yeah. career or. Yeah. Or for me, it's even like you, you, you released the first song for me. Like I released the first song and then it's like kind of what I mentioned before we were recording where, oh, people are listening to this. And it was like, it was exciting I'd refresh the page and see more and more people listening to it. And I feel like that's one of those things where that's a sign. I mean, that's just more or less validation. Like, Oh, yeah. this thing I did, I think it's pretty good. Other people think it's good. That must be a sign. And then you just keep, you keep following that path and you keep getting other signs. Oh, this, this good thing happened. So I'm going to keep like, Follow you just path. keep following it. And it, it, 
Oh, it doesn't it, always work out. But. It's so crazy. I, there's like this dichotomy in life. Again, I always see these. It's like on one side, it's like you need to know what your where your end goal is. Like I need to know where I want to end up or I'll never end up there. And then the other mm-hmm. side of it is like follow your intuition. And yeah. it's like, dude, that's a hard line to walk, you know? So I'm glad you shared that. And that reminded me of like in your way, that was like when Cole was in the airplane and everybody mm-hmm. had jumped out. Yep. And he had like, he was faced with like this, this you will die moment. Mm-hmm. If, could have died. Yeah. <laughs> you could have died. Like, but she, she didn't. Yeah. And like, I'm should here. I, should I go? And, um, so like you, you overcame that fear, you jumped out of the plane and then it's like the universe is like, gave you a little wink yeah. with the experience you had by doing that. So I just think that with what we're talking about and how it could benefit other people, I think we all have those type of moments, like putting yourself out there, like mm-hmm. putting your music out there that's probably some fear associated with that. Absolutely. It is definitely something that vulnerable. Yeah. It's scary, especially when you're trying something new and you don't know how people are going to react to it or receive it. Um, But I think the more that you do that kind of a thing, the more comfortable you get with putting something out there that maybe people don't receive in the way that you thought they might and being okay with that and just being able to sort of just move on to the next thing and keep trying new things. Like I think that's ultimately what I try to try to do, not get so up or down um, on the result of the thing, you know? Well, I would say, so on the one hand, like your music is sick. You're really, you're really humble about it. Um, But I would also say, don't forget, like, so you talked about how some people like email you and they'll talk about the impact your music has Mm -hmm. had on them. I would say don't forget that as you go forward and like let that give you confidence to continue to put yourself out there. For sure. You know? Yeah, I will say that is something I struggle with sometimes, but it's good to have, I think, uh, good good people in your corner, good friends in your corner that remind you of those things. So I'm grateful to have people in my life that when sometimes maybe I'm not making as much music or whatever, but they remind me that they need that or they want that and that you should keep doing that thing because you're good at it. Um, so I'd also say try to make sure you have people in your life that can or surround yourself with people that inspire you to do that. Because for me, that's been a big help um, keeping me going. I love it. That's real. People people that give you energy. Absolutely. What What do you feel like is the next, like not the next step. And we talked about this, like for you, it's not necessarily an accomplishment, dude. This is just what you do because you love it. Mm -hmm. What, what, how do you take this thing to the next level? Yeah. So, um, I'm uh, like, I have a publisher. So for me, the next level, I'm going to, I'm going out to, to LA basically like once a month, I'm starting that in December. So for me, the next level is just, um, doing that and networking with people, um, kind of, kind of sort of how I think what you're doing with the podcast, but I think networking with people and putting myself in a position to meet, um, more like-minded people to sort of just find that next step is sort of where I'm at right now. And it's, it is a little bit more of like a jumping off the ledge a little bit. Um, it's something I haven't really fully done, Um, but I feel like now I have 
more resources, I suppose, to help me do that. So it's just taking advantage of those and committing more. So yeah, going out to LA more, uh, recording, um, there's, uh, like some producers and different artists that I'm lined up to start working with. And so just kind of focusing on that step right now, seeing where that leads. Um, yeah. So just going to do that right now. I want to start doing, uh, like sync licensing stuff, which is like, that's what, what my publisher sort of, uh, specializes in is like getting music into like movies and oh cool m- uh, media like that so that's sort of what I'm focusing on right now is developing uh, music for stuff like that um, so I'm just kind of so that give you, does that give you the same energy like the same fulfillment as creating normal music yeah because I, I it's still music that I'm I'm putting the same sort of uh, like energy into I'm not it's not like they're saying we need this kind of music. I'm still making my yeah, music. Change and then, yourself. Do it this way. Yeah. So I don't think it really uh, changes the way I go about it. It's just uh, a different, so same input, different output, I suppose. Interesting. So, same yeah. input, different output. Yeah. That's cool. So, and it's, that's part of the journey, right? Is just discovering it and, yeah. and figuring it out. So I'm just kind of on the, on the path of, I guess we'll see where this one sort of takes me right now, but I'm excited. Yeah. That's super exciting, man. Well, this has been super fun. Yeah. Um, for everyone that's listening, you can find uh, Huli on Spotify and Apple Music. Yep. His uh, artist name is Hooligan. Hooligan, yep. H-O-O-L-I-G-I-N. I-N. Yep. And, uh, yeah, his, his music is actually so good. And so I'm, I feel really grateful to be able to have this conversation, have this friendship with him because I, whether or not it blows up, I know that he doesn't care, but I feel, I genuinely feel like it's better than the amount of attention that it's getting right now. And so, right. you know, this is going to be before he blows up. Ha. Huh. No, man. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Like, like you said, this type of stuff is just fun because it, it gives me energy and it makes me, it inspires me. I feel like that's, uh, that's what I'm constantly trying to put myself in a position for is just doing things that I can draw inspiration from. And so stuff like this, I feel like gives me the opportunity to do that. So I appreciate you having me on here and, you know, opening, uh, open this up for a dope conversation. Yeah. This has been super fun. Um, we also had like so much conversation before. I know it was like, this has been, you know, I don't know how, I don't even know how long we've been talking for, but, prior to this we had maybe just as long of good conversations easily so, yeah for everyone listening this isn't for you this is for us just to m- make this very clear so yeah just kidding that's it it's a wrap later <laughs>